The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back here on the block on the final time. Eddie called up Uncle Jerry. Hey, what up, Jerry? hey Uncle Jerry was still oh, cage match on them cats, man. Like he was George you, Animal Steel. You wildin', boy. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, you wildin'. Hey, what we talking about, so man? Why we he, moving why on. Hey, hey, we moving on. Nah, nah, hey, what we talking nah, about, my you boy? Did, you did swipe left yesterday, but oh boy, did oh boy, uh, <laughs> with that chair down in Montgomery, man, he had full extension on that, man. Like, like he looked like he, he was, got extension in jail too. I know, but, but he took it like he just went right in there. I hope it wasn't a Friday. You got to do there. You got to stay all weekend. Yeah, that's his food, yo. All right, man. We on it on and popping. What's happening? Uh, lots on and popping. What we led this hour with, I kind of want your insight on too. Sports documentaries. There's one coming out on Florida under Urban Meyer. Who are some teams or players you would uh, watch a documentary on? Ninety-four to ninety-eight Huskers. For real though, like, yeah. How how would the public react to that? Right now, yeah, like yeah, the, these kids they, they couldn't handle it. There's not a kid in that locker room that could survive when we play, <laughs> because the stuff that they were, that, the stuff that they do now, like how they just operate. Well, you know what? I would say that they would probably adapt to the environment. So I think athletes are one of the most adaptive species of people. They can adapt to the environment. So I, I, it's wrong for me to say that they wouldn't survive. But it, it you, and it, it, we wouldn't. You know, I just think we the. Some of the stuff that you, they were the, these coaches have to worry about. You wouldn't worry about when we played because mm. we wanted to win so much that we demanded your best. Florida is interesting because, I mean, Aaron Hernandez. I mean, didn't he stab somebody on his recruiting visit or something? I think right. So sounds right. I mean, and then you know Kwame Brown from the NBA. He beat up a Florida player on his recruiting visit to Florida. And then you had Percy Harvin, the Pouncy Twins, and and then you got the whole totally opposite of Tim, which is Tim Tebow, mm-hmm. who was leading, who was leading, and was able to. And then you had Chris Fleek, who was from Charlotte, mm-hmm. you know, um, won the first national championship, and he's straight and narrow. Then you got Urban Meyer, who was su- supposed to be straight and narrow, mm-hmm. crooked as they come. And so, uh, I mean, that's you know, I'd probably say. That let me see other teams. It would probably I'd like to see one on. Um, I'd like to see one on like the Detroit Pistons. Bad Boys Pistons? No, the, the Bad Boys 2.0 mm. with Rip Hamilton. And oh, that guys. crew. That, yeah. yeah, because they had a very unique playing style, which is obviously way different than what the NBA is mm-hmm. uh, was or is now. I'd like to see the Celtics with them. Early Rondo versus Rondo after winning the championship. Um, 
some football teams, I would probably say, I think if they did a really good one on the Steelers in 2010, in Mike Thomas' early years. And With the make, bus and that or, or like, well, that's Coward leaving. Yeah. Mike Tomlin taking over. And, you know, the first time that he made wide receivers live, like mm-hmm. Hines Ward and all those guys. And uh, it'd be good to see see some footage of that. I mean, I think that, that run of the Huskers in the 90s would be good. I think so. It would be good. It would be interesting. I would watch it. I know, I know you're a Miami guy, Miami family, you know, at your core. But Strick and I both said 90s Florida State in their run under Bobby Bowden. Just yeah. what went on in that program. Yeah. They, I mean, you could do leading up to it. You know, and the Florida State got on the map because – of playing Nebraska. Right. You know, kind of like one of those, uh, you know, hey, come up here, let's beat you up a little bit. And that, you know, started the program. So I think, yeah, Bobby Bowden and the run of players that they had, the people don't realize the, the number of great players they had. Um, you know, Peter Work arguably might have been the, one of the most unstoppable forces out there. So Strick was saying, yeah. I mean, every day, uh, you know, they got something coming up on them, but I think to dive in deep you know, interview some guys that aren't just like your popular guys. So dive in, interview guys that aren't your Heisman winners, your, you know, Walter Camp award winners or your Blitnikoff winners and guys that really kind of got it going. Um, it'd be interesting. The other thing that we talked about for a while on the show today was the Big Ten East and how that breaks out, specifically with Penn State. Um, Strick and I agreed with someone on the, the YouTube stream. It was, you know, it was a texter that said, uh, yeah, Swift from Lincoln – that said uh, Penn State is better built to beat Ohio State and less built to beat Michigan. Do you think that's true? Do you think Penn State has that's a true. chance in the East this year? Yeah, that's true. That's it, Well, they're, they they can run the ball effectively enough, which has been Ohio State's kryptonite, mm-hmm. you know, physicality at the point of attack with two running backs, and they got one of the best offensive line and linemen uh, in the nation, you know, and mm-hmm. they always got a tight end. Now they don't a have the, of them, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they don't have the quarterback, but this guy that's taken yeah. over is highly touted mm-hmm. and played good at times. So, and James Franklin does pretty good with quarterbacks, and uh, so yeah, they're they're more built to beat Ohio State. You, you know, they got good corners. Not sure if they got good enough corners to deal with those weapons that Ohio State have, but they got good enough corners. Is the pass rush good enough to help out the corners? It seems like they always have some guys that can push the pocket. And they always got great athletes. I mean, they got guys getting drafted that are – Their linebackers can run. Right. And they all can hit and they can mm-hmm. cover. And they and so that's what you – and they've always played well against Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. They didn't – they ain't played well against – because they, they were close, remember, against Michigan last year at halftime. But it was fool's goal because Michigan had been turning the ball over. Then they had a defensive touchdown. But Michigan had been driving up and down mm-hmm. the, the field. And then the second half, floodgates open. So I don't think they're really equipped. And styles make fights. Big time. And Michigan has done something really unique where they say, you know what, instead of us trying to be Ohio State, we're just going to get better at what we're doing because we're going to be the total opposite. And they have honed in on the physical uh, aspect of the game. Penn State hasn't gotten over that hump. Is that on Franklin not being good enough? Is that on Ohio State and Michigan being too good? Where should Penn State fans be with James Franklin? A little bit of both. Um, it's kind of like when Bo was here, mm-hmm. you're good against the teams you should mm-hmm. beat. And then you kind of get, you get beat by some teams. You, you'd like to see him, you know, beating those teams every once in a while. It's kind of also like Bo where his name was, is always up for jobs, mm-hmm. but he's always denying it. 
your name don't come out there unless either you or your agent put it out there. So, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it was a foregone conclusion that Franklin was going to USC middle mm-hmm. of the season. Yeah. And so um, I think it, it's a little bit of both. And but it's also when you're thinking about Ohio State and Michigan, you're talking about top six teams in the nation. Yeah. You're not in the top three, according yeah, to the AP right. poll. You're not in a bad spot, Penn State, because you're number six preseason. Yeah. So it's not like you're losing to a bunch of chumps all the time. Yeah. It, there's not a lot of teams that are having a lot of success against those two teams. If if a true targeting call was called Ohio State against Georgia, Ohio State is a national champion. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Straight up. Because mm-hmm. that was a dirty play against Marvin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. Back in the end zone. Back in the end yeah. zone. Mm-hmm. So you took out the best player on the field and the best player maybe in the nation. Mm-hmm. You kept one of your best players. And there was no penalty for it. Yeah. So if that end in, if the kicker makes a kick yeah. that he should be able to make, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. a little bit of play calling by Ryan Day or clock management, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then yeah, you're, you're thinking different. like you're thinking like, okay, why well, we can't beat the national champion? Mm-hmm. And who couldn't beat Michigan? Yeah. It hasn't been able to beat Michigan. So you're not too far off. You need a magical year, and if they get a quarterback that plays out of his normal assessment of being a first-year starter, right? Kind of play like J.J. McCarthy did last year, and they run the ball and they got some receivers, they'll, they they could be right in the mix. Yeah. It's not a talent thing with them, for sure. Right. Last thing, do you see Nick fell out of a chair today? No. I'm not surprised. <laughs> that's why he's, that's, that's why he's avoiding me, because he thought I knew, maybe knew, right? Yeah. Check out check Jake's Twitter. Well, I'm going to have I'm gonna be right next to Nick for a few hours calling the game tonight. Got we got, to we got Pius it. and Northwest Ooh. tonight. We do. You excited to get back to high school football season? A little bit, yeah. I'm more excited. I think uh, we got a good, good thing going with me and Nick. We get to, oh, yeah. we get to call his alma mater. So, Pius the tenth is going to show up in droves. And uh, Northwest is the unknown. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I've seen him a lot in basketball where they got some good talent. It'll be interesting to see how they go uh, play tonight. So, is that him right there? Gordon, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, the hey, look yeah, at him. He's he's so hey, I'm seeing him. He's on the struggle bus. <laughs> I mean, he got just, back up. I, I did, yeah, but it, he didn't. <laughs> You got you not knocked down you, first. You, hey, you know when you bounce up and you know it hurts, but you mm-hmm. try to shake it off, <laughs> and then you hope nobody looks on it, and you realize you get hey, to the side, and yeah. get to the back of the of we're outside the yeah, camera view. Oh, you got to take a camera break or bathroom break. Yeah. You know it hurts. Yeah, yeah. yeah Nick, his pride's hurt right there. Poor Jake was Nicky. all over it too. He wasn't on the ground for a second and a half before Jake had his phone out. Hilarious. That's, yeah, but you know that's my partner in crime, so I'm gonna go to bat for him though. So we got Northwest tonight. So yeah, keep him up. Make sure he gets on the chair, or just make him stand up the whole time. He'll be. You fine. know what? Yeah, that should be just for the fact that he fell down. He needs to stand up. <laughs> That's your punishment. What's yeah. coming up on old school? We're gonna talk a little James Harden, man. He he uh, called out his boy Daryl Morey, who put a lot of fat uh, checks into his pocket. Also, James Harden is a little bit off mentally. Anybody that turns down fifty million dollars, like not once but twice a year, and then you're mad because you at the end of your career you didn't get a super max con- max contract. And you know who you're dealing with. Now you're calling Dale Moore a liar. Either way, I think you're a little bit on the stupid side. How do you think it ends, Strick? Uh, departures. Like a like a bad divorce. James Harden doesn't leave anywhere nicely. No, man. It's very cancerous. Yeah. And he's, and he's definitely not about winning. So we'll see. We'll talk a little bit about that. We're going to talk about uh, uh, my man Bryce Young, man. I think uh, people uh, saw him up close because he's been traveling he can play big man he's a big small dude not yeah. like pocket hercules <laughs> there so, you go yeah 
That's Jay Foreman coming up on Old School with DP. Stricky, have yourself a good weekend, my you man. You as well. See you guys on Monday. Monday. Not manana. Not manana. But have you Monday. recovered from Thirsty Thursday? Uh, you look a little, little suspect. Are you all right? Great. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. That's no, Jay. It, He's Strick. I'm Austin. Old yeah, School man. next.